0: Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert.
1: Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long in August... We're focusing on the arts, and arts in different ways, and how art speaks to us, or maybe how we need to use art to speak some things that go on within us, and my guest is going to uh, have a very unique perspective on that. Now, before I tell you a little bit about her, I want you to just think about this question. Did you know that introverts make up 81% of all people who want to write a book someday? Hmm. That's very interesting. And I want to know more, but our guest really does know more about that. So Maria Koropecki is well aware of this fact, and as a result has set out to build a creative writing coaching business that's geared towards the quieter creatives amongst us, helping them to get their ideas flowing and overcome writer's block. And her vision is to help build authors to the ability to write books of influence by encouraging them to have a crystal clear vision and smash through any roadblocks, or doubts that stand between them and success. And she helps her clients either sometimes in one-on-one or group sessions to tap into the energy of things around us. So now we're going to talk about art within art, things like the energy of colors, chakras, crystals. And through these other mediums, she helps them to find their voice and shine a light and share their gifts with the world. Now she understands the immense power of crystals and gemstones, which I love as well. I'm not uh, Fully into it, but I totally believe in it, and has used her knowledge of them to create a unique approach to coaching called crystal mapping, which I can't wait to learn more about. And her work seeks to help people figure out where they are in life, which is so important, especially in the writing process, where they would like to go next, and doing this by drawing on the wisdom of crystals. So, alongside her crystal mapping sessions and write from the heart coaching program, Maria is also an up and coming novelist herself, and she writes from her home in Victoria, British Columbia. And obviously, one of these days soon, we're going to be able to start going back over there in the U.S. (laughs) We'll get these borders open again. So her upcoming novel is Who is Donativa? And it's the first of a three-part series, which was inspired during her own solo backpacking trip across Spain at age 50 and follows that journey of the character as she searches for love. And uh, she meets a few colorful characters along the way. So it's definitely going to be a book that we want to keep our eye on. So Maria, thank you so much for joining me today.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Michael. That was beautiful and I'm so grateful and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
1: Oh, I can't wait to learn more about this. I've always um, been fascinated by gemstones and crystals to some extent, but definitely gemstones when I was my very first job, uh, you know, where I got the paycheck and, you know, somebody named Fica took money out of it. Um, I worked in a jewelry store and I used to bring, I was hired as a gift wrapper at 16, but I was actually on the floor selling by that Christmas because I was so fascinated. I just read everything. But my favorite um, little booklet is one that I still have in my, you know, packed away somewhere. And it's like the history of gemstones. And it was this just cool brochure. And, you know, it was just so fun to learn about, you know, the, the history of them, the background, you know, what they stand for. Aquamarine is my gemstone for my birthstone, but I've always been really drawn towards amethyst. So I'm oh. going to pick your brain a little bit, I oh, guess, okay. as we go along. So yeah. I hit some of the highlights, though, of your bio. Tell us a little bit more about you and your business and how through what you do helps people to shock their potential.
0: Oh, Yeah. Oh, it's such a beautiful topic. Um, I believe that all of us have uh, stories to share, life experience, wisdom, um, experiences. And by sharing our experiences, we connect in our humanity. And so I really want to encourage people to draw on their own life experience and just put it out there. And I think for me, it's very creative process. Mm
1: -hmm. And it's
0: very healing. And I want people to use their voice, use Mm -hmm. their voice so that they can express themselves and make change and be empowered.
1: It's so true. I've written a couple of business books. I'm writing my first actual novel. I wrote my big business books like novels, but for me, writing is so cathartic. You know, it it allows you to tell important stories, like you're saying, maybe sometimes from a different character's perspective, just from a different vantage point. So, you know, not only are you creating something that becomes art, but it is so therapeutic yeah. to, to do the process, sometimes challenging. But for me, yeah. um, it's just always been something that's much of a joy. But I think it's interesting yeah. that you focus a lot on introverts and yes. help them to, you know, maybe take some of those steps that might not be as easy for them
0: right right because introverts tend to uh, keep it inside
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's very lonely
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, it can also cause some damage you know like mm-hmm. it can fester and it will bubble up and it'll it, it won't be used in a good way like mm-hmm. all those life experiences and so for introverts to be able to say out loud their feelings mm-hmm. and express themselves A lot of times we don't know how that one thing that we've said is like the best thing that could have been said. And sometimes we just hold back and don't say it. And then it's like, you know, it's like, oh, you should have said that because it it would have been the most perfect thing to say in that moment. And so I want to encourage introverts. It's like, don't be a best kept secret.
1: Ah. I like that. I think that's going to be the title of your episode. Don't be the best kept secret. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And as you help people, so talk a little bit about then how you started using crystals and gemstones to help in this process, this crystal mapping.
0: Yeah. Yes. So crystal mapping is a heart to heart conversation that helps people figure out where they are and where they'd like to go next using the wisdom of crystals. And crystals to me are metaphors for the universe. It's Mm. like holding the universe in your hand and it's got um, everything the universe is. It's very creative and dynamic. And so all the crystals have their own little stories. They have their own history. They have their names, where they come from, what elements are there, what colors they are. And they're all forged together by time and, and pressure and heat and somehow these rocks that seem solid all of a sudden become translucent. And it's like, if they can go through this process of -hmm. transformation and transcendence, then that means that we can as human beings also. And so I draw on their, their inspiration and their energy and encourage people to look around them in nature and see what's there. Maybe it's not crystals, maybe it's trees maybe it's flowers, maybe it's birds, who knows, but like, look at mother nature's got creativity, you know, down pat. So, uh, so that's, yeah,
1: that's beautiful. I mean, that's a really great visualization. What a great analogy as a gemstone, you know, at some point in time of its life cycle was just an ugly piece of rock, (laughs) but because of everything that it's made up of and where it is and the pressure and the time and the heat or the cold, it becomes coalesced more and more and more until it's really, truly beautiful. Yeah. And then you can take it from there and even polish it further. Yeah. Or you could just admire it the way it is, or you could put it in a piece of jewelry and wear it. I mean, everything has an evolution to make it even yeah. that much more glorious yeah. and beautiful.
0: Yes. And that's yeah. our life as human beings. Yeah. We also can do that. Wouldn't it be amazing to live your best life like that?
1: Absolutely. yeah. and and we really do have that capability, and we all get stronger when we've been tested in those environments. Doesn't feel good at the time, Probably didn't feel good for the stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it is so true. You know, it's interesting I was um, a couple years ago, I was walking down the street, I was doing a walking meditation, and the person you know I was listening to said, "You know, just slow down if you know, and the goal was to walk a path that you walk." frequently and like slow down, take slower steps, look up, look around, look at things that you don't look at when you're normally walking. And I looked up and right at that moment in time, and this is just a block down from my home, there's this massive hornet's nest. Biggest thing I've I've never seen one that large. It was so massive and it was hanging low on this branch and it was right over a car. And I was like, oh my gosh, what if that thing falls off and somebody gets hurt? And I'm thinking of all the hornets into it. But in the last couple of years, since I thought about this hornet's nest, which still freaks me out, I thought that's a really incredible feat to create something like that, to create a home when all the hornets, and I don't want to get stung, but they don't want to be smushed. And, you know, and how do they have? the ability to create something like that. And yeah. it really made me start to think kind of what you said, look at the trees or look at the birds or find something that has inspiration. Because if you really are looking for inspiration, yeah, you will find it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Be open and, yeah. and open to those connections. That's what I love about art is it connects these dots that don't seem related. And yeah. it's the space in between that's like, wow, that's the magic. And so when you can look at a hornet's nest and then connect it to something else and like a home and all those things, it's like, that's where the art happens.
1: Right. That's true. That's a beautiful way to describe it. So when you're working with your clients and in the beginning, I'm assuming that, you know, that there's maybe not hesitancy, but, you know, I mean, you're trying to help them break through some of those things, but in the beginning, um, as what's it like to watch someone evolve from maybe... Really stuck in that introvert mindset to the point where they create something. What what kind of transformation do you see in the people that you that you help through that?
0: Yeah, I gave this gentleman a crystal mapping session a couple of weeks ago, and he's very masculine, very quiet, just level. And it was um, started off like a little bit difficult with the conversation. It was like, oh, we were trying to find our footing, and then he picked beautiful crystals that matched what he was talking about uh, including a rose quartz which surprised me and then by the end of the crystal mapping session if you could see his face of delight that just washed over his face that it was like wow like it was started off really serious and then by the end he was like like this he really opened up and that I was like oh my work is done (laughs) so like I felt like that he was he just came alive yeah. by expressing himself and talking about what he wanted to create, you know, you know, a family and so forth and mm. a vibrant business. And so, so that's, that's my joy.
1: That's wonderful. And I can see how that would happen because especially when you want to write, when it is stuck within you, it feels uncomfortable because you know, it's in there somewhere. And I had wanted to write my first book for a long time and I just never, it wasn't working, it wasn't coming. And I, I went to a conference where there were all these different speakers and almost all of them that I listened to had written their book like, you know, in novel format and in story format. And I went, that's why I haven't been able to write my leadership book. Cause for some reason in my head, I was thinking, well, if I write leadership, I have to make it more, uh, you know, like college type of material. And I, I realized that every book I've ever read that I've enjoyed about sales or marketing or professional development or leadership were all stories. And when yes. I finally got that, I sat down and I wrote it in six weeks and it was, <gasps> it was like, wow, I couldn't stop. I couldn't, I couldn't type fast enough for what I wanted to come out. I didn't wow. even outline it. I just wrote the whole thing.
0: <laughs> and yeah. And just to like that, that download and just let it like, flow through you and and from your um your hands and your voice yeah oh beautiful beautiful that's that's exactly what i i encourage people to do i coach people on just opening up those channels yeah um be available to that to that spiritual download and through intuition through you know through the divine, we're all connected. We're all have this life force energy flowing through us. So yeah, open it up. And if there's anything in the way, like, like a, like a block of any kind, like, Mm -hmm. like become aware of it and then clear it out. Yeah, And then you can get those, that beautiful inspiration.
1: Yeah. And I think it's interesting when people talk about writer's block, because I've never really had writer's block, but I guess when I look back at, even with my first book, that was its own son of writer's block, because the block was me having something in my head that it had to be done a certain way until then I realized, mm-hmm. oh, wait, no, you can do it any way you want. I mean, if you want to do it as a crossword puzzle, do it as a crossword puzzle. I mean, and <laughs> <if> that's, <laughs> that's how it's going to come out do it. It might be interesting, you know, yeah. but, um, but it is very freeing. I think when you move that block out of the way yeah. and you let it go.
0: Yeah. Oh, it is. I love it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, so before we take a break, tell us a little bit though about, you know, the writing process for you. So you're writing a three-part novels, but based on your own experience. How has the writing process been for you?
0: I'm a very auditory person. Mm-hmm. And so to me, when I write, it has to sound right. Mm-hmm. And then it's got to have a certain rhythm to it. So as I'm writing, I wish I could be more fluid like like how you described, but I'm more crafty. To me, writing is a craft and I have to really put the words together and choose the right words with the right beats. And then it's like the sentence works. And once mm-hmm. the sentence works, I move on to the next. And I work with paragraphs and I kind of move around and it's not linear. It's not like, no, <laughs> it's like, okay, a little bit over here, a little bit over there, a little bit there. And so like, then it all sort of comes together.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a great, uh, you know, example of how the fact that the writing process can be different for everybody. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You don't have, you don't have to model yourself after the person that types on the old fashioned typewriter and, (laughs) you know, hides themselves away in a, you know, in a lighthouse for a month. You can do it any way that works for you. (laughs) Yes. 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 I love it. Well, Maria, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor and we will be right back. Are you tired of the time and expense of going to the salon for a mani-pedi? If so, Color Street is your answer. Base, color, and top coats are blended together in an incredible polish strip that you apply yourself. The result? A brilliant salon quality manicure in just minutes with no dry time, smudges, or streaks. These strips are 100% real nail polish, not stickers. They're flexible, can be gently stretched for a perfect fit, and last up to 10 days. I've been using them for months now and love the amazing selection of colors and styles, along with the ability to create my own unique manicure by mixing and matching. Shop today and support our sponsor, Betsy Roberts, by ordering at colorstreet.com backslash H Roberts/backslash backslash party backslash 209. 5611. Again, that's colorstreet.com backslash BH backslash party backslash two zero nine five six one one or simply click the link in our show notes. And we are back with Maria Carapecki. Now, my question for the month, because you know we typically talk business on my podcast, but it was really important to me to take some, I guess, a little bit of reflection, because now that we're starting to have the world move like it did before the pandemic, um, people are getting back to you know being busier. We're we're not always able or willing or paying enough attention to stop again for some of those things that are that we were experiencing during lockdown for instance i mean you know you had people singing on their balconies you had you know you had concerts being gone everywhere you had people doing um, you know art classes on zoom so lots of different ways to experience art and so i'm just trying to do my little part to remind us all that let's remember some of those things that were really important but why why do you think art um, is important for us all as human beings. What? Why do you think it's we need it to be who we are?
0: Oh yeah. I grew up in a family. My mother has a very good eye, and uh, she's very creative. And so we've always had a lot of art in the home. It's a beautiful collection. And so both my brother and I are artists by nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I found that art is healing for both the artist and the audience Mm -hmm. and when the artist produces like a painting or something or a piece of music it's like taking whatever adversity or trauma and it's using that for the greater good to express it and then as the artist expresses that idea that concept then the viewer can come to see that painting or whatever and then they're like they get it like it just like they look at it and they feel that moment of wow that moment of understanding and and then all of a sudden that that viewer also has a healing because it touches something in them and that's to me why art is so important is that it allows us all to like get in touch with those those deeper deeper parts of ourselves
1: yeah. I think so too. And even that, you know, the audience may take something away completely different than the the artist intended, but it doesn't matter it doesn't because matter. the end result is just the feeling or the experience. Yeah. 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 So let me just ask you one more question. You know, when you are when you're working with, you're doing this crystal mapping with people. And you talked about the one example of the gentleman that you were working with. So when you say he picked a crystal, are you like sitting down literally with people with crystals? Or are you doing this you know, virtually? How do you, how do you pick your crystal? Yeah,
0: I designed a crystal map. And so I picked 44 crystals and I could show you. Oh, it's, uh, it's reversed, but uh, yeah. anyway, it gives you an idea. And so what I do is I send this PDF to you, and then um, we book a time to talk, and um, we have a conversation about whatever you like, say it's your book, for example, and then partway through the conversation, I ask you to pick three crystals, so they're all numbered, mm-hmm. and then um, we fold those uh, back into the conversation, and they're just really affirming they're very positive it's very like oh I'm on the right track it's a big hug it's like oh. okay keep going you're doing great and it's at it all and it, it's amazing the synchronicity that happens between the, the crystals that the person chooses which are all by intuition and there's no guidance for me at all and then how it's like boom 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 you know it's mm-hmm. like it works it's amazing mm-hmm. every time
1: every I time I love it Yeah, I love it. I think that's just really unique. What a great different approach. And I think that it's really important that it's, you know, for people who are trying to unleash the artist within that that's, that's a great way to do it. And I know, you know, crystals versus gemstone, but I'll tell you one quick story is I had um, some rings that my father had uh, given me and my father's been gone 20 years now and they were uh, my birthstone of aquamarine and they weren't worth anything. You know, I mean, But my house was robbed, and they were stolen. And you know, those are some of those things that you can never get back. They couldn't have, you know, if they went to pawn them, they wouldn't have gotten you know five dollars for them. But since then, my house was robbed. It's been about fifteen years, and so since then, I haven't had any aquamarines. And the uh, just a few weeks ago, I bought myself a pair of aquamarine earrings, and I almost put them on today, frankly. But um, I, I tell you what, I put them on and I feel right with the world. And I also lost a couple amethyst rings. So now after I had that experience, just putting on, you know, the aquamarines, I'm like, now it's time I need some amethyst too. Oh. And I, I didn't realize how, you know, part of it is, you know, emotional and, and, you know, and family significance. But the other part of it is there's, you know, you look at them, you feel them, you touch them, and it does ground you in a different way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They really do have a way of, um, the energy, because they're from the universe, they're part of our world. They are living beings because mm-hmm. the, the earth is alive. The planet, the universe, mm-hmm. it's all living. So they do give off a, an energy. Yeah. And it's just a matter of tuning in. Like if you just really like get into the the flavor of aquamarine, you can feel whatever that, that energy is, like water yeah. flowing through you. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes, it's literally like water flowing through me. Absolutely. It's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, Maria, I love it. I think it's really that's a very fun thing. And I know we're going to have all your contact information on our show notes, but just like in case somebody wants to look you up right now because they say, "You know what? I need to start with some uh, crystal mapping with you." What's the best way for them to reach you?
0: The best way is on my website. I have a link to book an appointment with me. And so the website is amolite wellnesscoaching.com
1: mhm very good what's the significance of ammonite
0: ammonite is the most amazing crystal because it's both a fossil and a crystal at the same mm-hmm. time and it's based on um, the nautilus like if there were these little actually ginormous nautiluses <laughs> that existed on the planet and And uh, because at one point North America uh, was underwater. Right. And so they found these huge, uh, like spirals, Mm -hmm. creatures, and in uh, like on the edge of the Rocky Mountains in Alberta. And the the gemstones that from the compression of all that land and water over all those tens of thousands of years had produced these gemstones that are uh, multi range like in color, red, yellow, mm-hmm. orange, indigo, green. Like, and they're like these rainbow mm. gemstones that have a flash like opal. They're very oh. opalescent and they're considered a feng shui um, gemstone because they cover like all the really? all the colors of the rainbow. And so they're amazing.
1: Oh my goodness. Okay, I guess I better put amylite on my shopping list.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I yeah. love it. I love it. Well, Maria, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Uh, Yeah, I think
0: if you have an interest in anything, crystals or anything, explore it, see what's there, uncover it, go out into the world and uncover what's available. There's so much there. And if you have a special interest in something, then, then explore it. That's what I would say.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, Maria, thank you so much. I love what you do, and thank you for sharing it with us today. You've been a great guest.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Michael. I've enjoyed this conversation very much. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at ShockYourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.